With WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting. This week, the city of Anigo approved a number of projects for 2024 for the Parks, Recreation, and Cemetery Department. Among them, major upgrades to the skate park, developments to Lakeside Park, remodeling restrooms, and installing sensory features in playgrounds. WXPR's Hannah Davis-Reed spoke with the director of the department about the projects. 2024 brings the promise of major changes to the parks of the city of Anigo. On Monday, the Parks, Recreation, and Cemetery Department of Anago presented their 2024 projects to the mayor and city council for approval. The projects were approved by the council on Wednesday. The changes include new skate park equipment, a boat landing at Lakeside Park, ball diamond improvements, and City Park East improvements. They also plan on installing sensory features in playgrounds and buying a trailer, table, and chairs for the department. Sarah Rep is the Parks, Recreation, and Cemetery Director for Anago. Um, there's a lot of really neat projects in here. The mayor of Anago, Terry Brand, is impressed with the projects. We put together a really nice five-year plan on our park. Pretty impressive for a small town. The skate park's infrastructure is over 20 years old, and it's in need of a full repair, costing just shy of $21,000. At Monday's meeting, they distributed a public survey on the park's concepts and received 113 votes out of 172 in support of their Grand Rail, Skate Bench, and Pyramid plan. It's a wonderful opportunity for community members, not just kids, to get out, um, uh, have some recreational opportunities, stay active, and be healthy. So we're really excited as staff to be able to offer this to the community. 50% of the funds for the developments of Lakeside Park come from the Knowles-Nelson Stewardship Grant from the DNR. We'll also be constructing the shelter, a boat ramp, parking, and trail development. So it'll be nice green space and also um, lake access for community members or visitors to the area. Rep notes their plans to remodel the restrooms and shelters in City Park East, one of Anago's most heavily utilized parks, particularly after the installation of the James and Mary Drager family splash pad. For WXPR News, I'm Hannah Davis-Reed. Anago Public Library leaders say funding has stayed the same for a decade while costs have been going up. Cheryl Perkins is president of the Anago Public Library Board of Trustees. We are in a unique position. We are a county city funded library and we're very grateful for that they have given us the funding that they have and, and kept it consistent. That doesn't go far enough today. Library Director Ada Demlo says they're running out of options. We're down to really where our funding only covers the basics, the utilities, the insurance, the staffing. And so you get, we've gotten to the point where there's really not much left to trim and we get, we get resistance at getting increased funding. Members of the community have already had to step up to help. Library leadership and donors decided to open things up to the public so they can get a look at just how depleted the funds are. Our budget conversations have been more, not close to the public, but they've been more between the library and the funders and not really involved the community. And really what we're asking this year is we're telling the community, hey, what kind of library do you want? A meeting will take place on February 20th at 5 p.m. at the Anigo Library. Library leaders are asking for as many people as possible from the community to come by and weigh in on what they would like to see happen. A Republican proposal to legalize medical marijuana in Wisconsin is dead. 
Assembly Speaker Robin Voss said Thursday that there still will be a public hearing to build support for passage next session, but it won't occur until after the Assembly has adjourned for this year. The measure drew opposition from some for being too conservative and severely limiting who could have access to medical marijuana and how it would be distributed. Senate Republicans objected to having state-run dispensaries. Democratic Governor Tony Evers voiced support for legalizing medical marijuana as a step toward full legalization. Wisconsin lawmakers have passed bills designed to regulate artificial intelligence, joining a growing number of states grappling with how to control the technology as November's elections loom. The Assembly on Thursday approved a bipartisan measure to require political candidates and groups to include disclaimers in ads that use AI technology. The Assembly also passed on a voice vote a Republican-authored proposal that would make producing and possessing child pornography produced with AI technology a felony punishable by up to 25 years in prison. The Assembly also approved a bill calling for auditors to review how state agencies use AI. Americans are preparing to vote this year in what's described as a high-stakes presidential election. Those who oversee the voting process, including a Wisconsin official, say a lack of federal support is straining their operations. Mike Moen reports. The city of Madison has been recognized by policy experts for holding safe and secure elections during the pandemic. But City Clerk Maribeth Witzel-Beal says budget constraints can make it a difficult balancing act. She says there's greater interest in absentee ballots requiring more manpower and building space to process them. However, there's a key problem. The funding that we receive from the state and from the federal government hasn't increased to accommodate any of that. She says that puts more pressure on property taxes. Meanwhile, a bipartisan coalition of state and local election officials estimates that offices around the country need at least $53 billion over a decade to repair and modernize election infrastructure. There are specific requests in the current federal budget debate, but the House and Senate are at odds over how much to provide. Sun Wu Oh, with the progressive nonprofit group Stand Up America, says what's concerning is that whatever funding is set aside in the short term would still fall short of election officials' requests. She says policymakers need to understand how pressing this matter is. We've been working to try to get more consistent and predictable funding from Congress to help support local administrators to get the resources they need and help modernize the election infrastructure that's super outdated in most of the jurisdictions. Oa says when voting machines need to be updated or replaced, there are delays and snags in the vote counting process. But she stresses that doesn't mean election integrity is being compromised. In a national poll, 7 in 10 Americans said they believe the federal government should be just as responsible, if not more so, for election funding than local municipalities and states. This is Mike Mullen for Wisconsin News Connection. For WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting.